My name is Victor Kubik. Welcome to another edition of Inside United. On this podcast, we talk to people who can help inform us about important things in life. And today we have a returning guest, Howard Marchbanks, who's spoken here on three different occasions. He's been a financial advisor for the past 25 years. He's a member of the United Church of God and has been working for the church for the past year and a half with our planned giving program. Welcome to Inside United, Howard. Well, nice to be here, Vic. Okay, on your last appearance here, you talked to us about preparing financially in uncertain times. But today we're going to talk about life insurance and planned giving. Howard will tell us what the true value of life insurance is. What do people get by having a life insurance policy? How does life insurance work? And making these things plain to us. So, Howard, give us some information. The true value of life insurance is the idea that you can put in a little bit of money and with the unfortunate death of a person, you can wind up with a large tax-free, income tax-free lump sum of money for you know, continuing life. You figure a family, if they're young, they're going to have to send their kids to school and take care of things. It can create a large uh, pot of money for taking care of goals. What do people get by having a life insurance policy? They, they get the knowledge that there is going to be money available when the, when the, the worst situation in your life, death, occurs. These are things we don't like to talk about, but as we get older, they become just uh, looming closer to the horizon and we have to face them. So, Howard, how does uh, life insurance work? Life insurance is a financial asset and it, it works by pooling many lives together. There are people in the life insurance industry called actuaries and they determine, and, and I guess guess is the word, of the lifespan of different individuals. And they, they balance the lives of, let's say, you and me together with a million other people, and they're, they're able to provide us a benefit for very little money in, in comparison. Well, how does a person apply for a life insurance uh, contract? These days, it, it's really simple to apply for life insurance. There's many online sites that can help a person get the questions answered they want, uh, determine the correct value of uh, insurance that they need. Also, there's insurance agents. And whether you're going to be online or with a, a, a agent in person, all these agents are, are licensed by the individual states that they live in. And they've gone through testing to make sure that they know what they're talking about and continuing education to make sure they're up to date with all the new laws and insurance features that are out there. How much death benefit should a person have? That again is an individual conversation that uh, an agent or your advisor should have with you. Uh, it's based upon your age, the age of your family, the goals you're trying to uh, protect. Uh, if you have a, a home mortgage or maybe you want to send your kids to school, uh, you have outstanding debt, those would be typically things that you would want to cover. But again, you may also want to cover income. If you're a 30-year-old and you know you have 30 years of income needs for your family, you could also include that in your insurance death benefit. 
how, how can life insurance be used in planned giving? This is kind of a question that we're coming to. How can it be used in planned giving? The very simplest way it can be is to uh, name the church as a beneficiary on an existing policy. Uh, also, a person could have an existing policy that they've had for a number of years, and they've determined that it's no longer needed. They, they have built up their, their wealth on, on one side, the kids and family are grown up, and now they have this policy. That policy itself can be a gift to the church. Can you have several beneficiaries with the church and others? Absolutely. Let, let's say you, you can put the church in as a, a 10% beneficiary. You can have your, your wife or your husband, your kids, but you could also put that little portion for the church in, in the beneficiary section as well. You know, people have asked me that question because it's not all or nothing. You know, it's a matter of that uh, I want to take care of my children. I want to take care of people around me that I have wanted to. But I also want to include the church and include a certain X percentage, and that could be singled out. What's really nice about life insurance is it's so customizable to the individual needs. And, you know, there's different types of life insurance, too, Vic, that you can choose from. And this adds to the confusion, but it also adds to the general usefulness of insurance. Uh, there are term policies. And I think of a term policy, when I talk to clients, it's like you got your car insurance. You pay your car insurance for a six-month period, and you're covered for six months. And you get your premium, and you pay it for another period of time. That is a term of insurance. Life insurance can work the same way where you could have a 20-year term policy and you're paying that premium every month. And as long as you pay that premium every month, you're covered. The other type of insurance would be a, a cash value or permanent life insurance policy. Now, typically the, the premiums on a permanent policy are going to be much higher than a term policy, but in comparison, the coverage for a 20-year period or 60 years, perhaps, uh, it's a big difference. And for purposes of gifts to the church, permanent policies would be more appropriate than a term policy. I, I figured that probably true, but it shows that a term policy could be still used where the in case of the unfortunate death of a person that uh, the church would be a partial beneficiary. Now, Howard, I would like to hear about how there are tax savings to the various methods of life insurance. A gift of an existing life insurance policy to the church is considered a gift of ordinary income or cash. And there is a, a formula that would calculate how much of that insurance policy value you would be able to take against your uh, income and have a tax deductible. Also, if the charity owns the policy, if you've given your, your old life insurance policy to the church, uh, the premium payments that you make on this policy can still be deductible as charitable contributions. Well, if the church owns a life insurance policy donated by someone, how does the premium get paid? Well, there's actually two ways that it can be paid. The individual can themselves make that payment to the insurance company and have that as a deduction, or they can send the payment to the church and the church can make the premium payment. The difference is the amount a person is able to write off 
on their income taxes. Uh, if they are paying the insurance company directly, they are limited to 30% of their adjusted gross income. If they are giving it directly to the church, they are back up to the 50% of adjusted gross income. Uh, can someone apply for a life insurance policy on another person? Well, the answer is yes, but that other person has to be involved in, in the, the process, obviously. There is this thing called insurable interest. If I were to buy a policy on you just because I know you're 10 years older than me and chances are you're going to die before me and I say, okay, I'm going to get a policy on Vinnie Cubic just because he's older than me. There's really no insurable interest between us. Uh, we're not family. We really don't have a business relationship. If you die, it really does hurt me financially. But if I cover my wife, there's insurable interest. Something's going to happen. It's emotional. It's love. Uh, if I insure a business partner, okay, there's a business relationship here. My partner dies. There's going to be more work on me. I'm going to have to hire somebody else to take their place. And the insurance would cover that cost for me. But the question, can a person get a policy on somebody else? Yes, but this insurable interest, there has to be a, a good reason for it. What are the advantages uh, as we talk about the charity that they would donate to advantages from a charity's point of view of gifts of life insurance to a charity? Life insurance is not exposed to market fluctuations. There is guaranteed death benefits in, in most life insurance policies. So an advantage to the charity is the amount that is going to be received is going to be unknown number. Also, this is probably the most important thing, and it doesn't matter whether it's a charity or an individual, is that, that the benefits, the death benefits, are paid out pretty quickly. If a person dies, the person who is managing their estate will get a, a death certificate perhaps in 10 days. Uh, that could be put together with a claim form, and within 30 days after a death, the life insurance payments could be paid out. And this is compared to having to settle an estate, whether it goes through probate or whether there's a trust it bypasses all those problems. Yes, and I've heard that the, the easiest way to make a donation, the easiest way to make a donation, correct me if I'm wrong, is through an insurance policy or to make the church a beneficiary on an insurance policy, right? That, that, is, that is the simplest. Naming the beneficiary on an existing policy is the simplest, easiest way to do it. Uh, the next easiest is to give that policy that is already existing to the church. The third one is to say, well, I, I like this idea, Howard, but I don't have a life insurance policy. What do I do? Well, you would go find your agent. You would get yourself insured. You yourself would own the policy upright, but after a reasonable amount of time, say three to six months, you would give that policy to the church and then again, your premium payments made to keep that insurance policy in force would become tax deductible to you. Mm -hmm. Now, let's take a look at advantages from the donor's you know, point of view, from the person who's donating. What are the advantages of using the making the church a beneficiary of a life insurance policy? Well, the, the cost is, is pretty reasonable when you consider fancy trust techniques. Uh, so it's very reasonable. 
Okay, you're 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 not going to be paying out of pocket to an agent to be figuring out all this stuff. It's all he's going to get his commission from the insurance company. So no out of pocket cost directly to figure it out. Uh, no legal expenses. Uh, there is no need to update your will or trust with life insurance. It, it's very simple. Uh, the gift does not pass through probate, which means it's private. No, the, the public is not going to know it. it you're going to have privacy. And because of the contractual nature of life insurance, it is a contract. You know, you, you pay so much in and the, and the guarantee says they are going to pay this much out. It's a contract. Uh, you don't run a risk of, of losing that money. Think about somebody who loses a will. You know, somebody dies and say, well, we don't know if they have a will or anything. Um, that's problematic and it, things can really turn into a mess. Well, Howard, it's been very interesting talking about planned giving and life insurance. Uh, we have really appreciated your work with planned giving as you know, so many people want to give to the church you know, beyond just a normal, what I'd call annual giving program or tithing, however you want to describe it, where you want to help out, you, you want to help out beyond your life to of an institution that has had a great deal of influence and a lot of meaning to your life. And this has been very helpful, and we have appreciated your articles in the United News on the back page of every issue here that have dealt with uh, various matters dealing with planned giving. And I've had numerous compliments, numerous comments from people that have appreciated that very, very much. Let me add another little tidbit about how life insurance can help the church. I know there's other religious organizations that, that actively promote this idea. And the idea is called a, a, a seven pay plan. And life insurance is set up to where if you wanted to give a gift and you didn't want this premium to last forever, a person can buy a policy and we can structure a policy to be paid up in seven years. Mm -hmm. So they can make seven annual payments and that policy is paid for. So what people do is they, they buy that policy, as I explained before, and after a reasonable time, and now they give it to the church and then they start making those payments, those seven, seven years worth of payments, and that policy is paid for for life. And then that becomes what in, in the, the charitable field we call, it becomes an endowment. And an endowment is this cash flow that that continues after the death of the owner mm -hmm. and and when we get enough of these life insurance this endowment it creates a, a new cash flow for the church well howard there will be people that'll be wanting to have would have questions uh, can what can they contact you well they can certainly email me at, at plan giving ucg.org and i can answer their questions we can set up a, a phone call or a zoom meeting and we can discuss specific issues if they like. Well, Howard, it's been very wonderful talking to you today. We have always appreciated you. We have appreciated all of you who have listened to this podcast. You can find us easily on ucg.org on, on our website by going to the main menu bar and clicking or tapping on podcast. Also, you can find us through your favorite Android or Apple podcasting app, such as Pocket Casts that I use on Android. You can also write to us at podcast at ucg.org. 
Howard gave you his email, you can write to us also at podcast at ucg.org. And I will gladly forward that email on to Howard. You can also find us on Spotify. Go to Spotify under podcasts and search for Inside United. So thank you for joining us. Come back again soon for more. This is a production of the United Church of God. For more, visit ucg.org. Thank you.